recently we fought a 10-year battle in South Carolina to repeal Certificate of Need, and they passed it this session, a full repeal of Certificate of Need. So that's what we're hoping to do here in Kentucky. And, and As a state, we have six full-time employees here um, who are dedicated to our policy positions, and then uh, we're coming up on the number of 20 part-time uh, employees here in Kentucky. Uh, our goal is to continue to help with this issue. Um, it is uh, one of our priority initiatives going into this session and will be for the foreseeable future um, until we see CLN repeal. That's Liam Gallagher, the Grassroots Engagement Director for Americans for Prosperity Kentucky. I attended a dinner at the Florentine Center in Florence last week that was held by the Americans for Prosperity, a large national libertarian-leaning Republican group backed by the Cook Brothers. In the Cook Brothers, David and Charles controlled Cook Industries, an energy conglomerate based in Wichita, Kansas. David Cook died in August of 2019. His brother Charles still leads the organization. The brothers spend their vast fortune on libertarian causes, specifically through the use of dark money, which is a term applied to when a group does not have to disclose its donors. This is a term that's important in politics because voters want to see where the money for candidates and causes comes from, and that's not possible when you operate a 501c4, or the technical term is a social welfare organization. As always, I'm Mark Payne, the politics and government reporter for Lincoln KY, and you are listening to The Frankfurt Link. The Frankfurt Link is sponsored by Roebling Solutions. Link NKY keeps our community updated on policy and political changes with our boots-on-the-ground reporting. However, it can be overwhelming determining how your organization should respond in an ever-changing political climate. Roebling Solutions, led by Shane Nome, uses a decade of experience and relationships working with all levels of government to help their clients achieve specific policy and political goals. Whether it's state house or courthouse, Roebling Solutions will help you bridge business and policy. So both sides of the argument, those seeking to reform or repeal certificate of need and the healthcare groups in favor of keeping it, have spent large sums of money lobbying Congress and the Kentucky legislature in 2023 so it could impact election and lobbying spending in Kentucky for the foreseeable future. So... Americans for Prosperity now has a branch in Kentucky, and they held this dinner with Representative Marianne Proctor. She's a Republican from Union who filed legislation to repeal Certificate of Need in Kentucky earlier this year. The legislation didn't gain any traction, but the conversation around repealing Certificate of Need is expected to heat up. So Certificate of Need is the program that dictates who provides specific health care services in a given area. Certificate of Need laws require healthcare facilities to seek state approval prior to major capital expenditures or new projects. So this could include a nursing home expanding their bed capacity or a health system opening a new ambulatory care center or initiating new services like a burn unit. According to Kentucky State Health Plan, certificates are issued by the Kentucky Cabinet for Health and Family Services, and there are currently 21 medical services that require certificates of need, such as hospitals. In northern Kentucky, this matters because some view St. Elizabeth as holding a monopoly over health care in the region. The health care organization argues they legally aren't a monopoly, but they have been designated to have dominant health care status. 
St. Elizabeth CEO Garen Colvin said that when the hospital group merged with St. Luke in the mid-2000s, the healthcare group went through an analysis with the federal government to determine there weren't any antitrust issues. Here's my conversation with Colvin over St. E Healthcare's status and how he feels about the group Americans for Prosperity coming into Kentucky. When it comes to St. E's dominant healthcare status in the region, um, you know, one of the things that the speakers for American Prosperity brought up last night was that there are monopolies around the country. You know, you've mentioned that legally, St. Elizabeth does not have a monopoly in the area, I believe, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, that a court has deemed that St. Elizabeth does not have a monopoly. Instead, it's called dominant healthcare status. I brought that question up to Dean Clancy, who was the senior healthcare fellow for Americans for Prosperity, who spoke at this event last night, and I said, you know, this is the legal status. Um, and I'm going to read a quote about what he said in response to that. He said, well, I think it sounds like semantics. If there are not enough choices such that people face high costs and find themselves traveling far from home for adequate care, then it's something that should be addressed. You know, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. And if there is a dominant player in these parts that lacks sufficient competition, then we should call it what it is. How would you want to respond to the, not only that quote, but kind of what St. Elizabeth's, you know, status is as, you know, the dominant healthcare uh, provider in the region? I mean, I think uh, the, the thing I would say is, one, when we merged with St. Luke, so St. Luke East and West uh, merged with the then uh, St. Elizabeth North and South, um, we went through um, an analysis with the federal government um, to make sure that there were no antitrust issues uh, with uh, the two hospitals joining the existing um, three hospitals within St. Elizabeth. Um, so um, you know, as far as the status of monopoly, um, uh, th there is no monopoly. Um, the government has deemed it not to be a monopoly. In fact, um, they, when you look at the greater Cincinnati healthcare market, um, there are several systems uh, much larger than St. Elizabeth. Um, so there's, um, by definition, uh, we're not a monopoly. As far as, uh, you know, traveling and choice, um, there are uh, multiple healthcare providers uh, in Northern Kentucky. And I will follow up with you, um, but um, I believe if you look at, um, there were 109 CONs issued in Northern Kentucky uh, in the last 10 years, only of which 19 um, are St. Elizabeth um, providing that service. So there are way more healthcare providers already in Northern Kentucky. So I, I'm, to be honest with you, um, there is choice in Northern Kentucky today. Um, there uh, are some services where we're the only provider, but only uh, a few. And most of the other services that we're providing, there are multiple providers, providers of those services in Northern Kentucky today. Yeah, so Americans for Prosperity, if you're not familiar with them, you know, they're a libertarian-leaning group. They do this type of work around the country. They most notably and most recently helped to change certificate of need laws in South Carolina. You know, what are your thoughts and feelings about a group, um, you know, coming in 
uh, a national group. I mean, they certainly have a local chapter. They have, there's Americans for Prosperity Kentucky, um, but I was just curious what your thoughts on that are. I mean, I think the, uh, the people in Kentucky should be making um, the health care policy for the state of Kentucky, and I trust that our legislators uh, in Frankfurt will um, do what's right for the health care in the state of Kentucky. We heard a quote from Dean Clancy in one of those questions. Clancy is the senior health policy fellow for Americans for Prosperity. He lives in Florida but works in Washington, D.C. He's no stranger to the healthcare industry. He has more than 20 years of experience working on policy in Congress, the White House, and the healthcare industry, according to his bio from Americans for Prosperity. He also regularly pens op-eds about healthcare issues. Here's what he had to say. Northern Kentucky, like many parts of the country, does suffer from um, a dearth of competition. There's not enough competition in Northern Kentucky in healthcare, and um, repealing certificate of need is a great way to help um, uh, address that problem. And um, so we're here to, to help uh, a citizen legislature uh, push this good idea uh, through the legislature, and we hope to uh, see it enacted as soon as possible. One of the things that's so the hospital system around here is called St. Elizabeth. Um, they have gone to court where it was deemed that they weren't considered a monopoly, um, what is called as a dominant health care status. Um, would you kind of, could you comment on that? Well, I think uh, it sounds like uh, it's semantics. If there are not enough choices uh, such that people face uh, high costs uh, and find themselves traveling far from home uh, for adequate care, then it, it's something that should be addressed. You know, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, and quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. And um, if uh, there is a dominant player in these parts uh, that uh, uh, lacks sufficient competition, then uh, we should call it what it is, uh, a monopoly. Well, uh, local health care monopolies are um, a problem all over the country, not just in Kentucky, and we are trying to repeal certificate of need and uh, enact other reforms that will uh, basically put patients in charge. We're very excited uh, by this effort here in Kentucky and we look forward to, uh, uh, to uh, seeing it succeed and replicating it around the country. So Americans for Prosperity is known to spend big when it comes to policy and supporting limited government issues. So far this year, they've spent 507000 on total lobbying expenditures to Congress. According to the campaign finance website, Open Secrets, they spent $1,463,000 in 2022. The network with the Cook brothers also includes the Americans for Prosperity Action Super PAC and the Americans for Prosperity Foundation. The Super PAC does have to to disclose its donors, and it spent nearly $80 million in the 2022 midterms, according to Federal Election Commission reports. 
As a 501c4, Americans for Prosperity, the advocacy arm of the organization, is not required to disclose its donors. The group can't donate directly to candidates, however, and can only operate for the promotion of social welfare. As part of that classification, it also can't spend more than 50% of its budget on political activities. Regarding groups supporting health care in Kentucky, the Kentucky Medical Association spent more than 98000 and the Kentucky Hospital Association spent just about $96,000 lobbying the Kentucky legislature during the first quarter of 2023, according to the Kentucky Legislative Ethics Commission. With the introduction of Americans for Prosperity, it changes the conversation in Kentucky from one around reform to full repeal. The group just spent 10 years fighting to have Certificate of Need repealed in South Carolina, and they won, as Gallagher mentioned earlier. The Kentucky legislature created a special task force this year to study the issue of Certificate of Need during the interim legislative session, the time in between legislative sessions when legislators study specific policy issues that might be addressed in the upcoming legislative session. They meet this week, so depending on when you listen to this, there might already be an update. But that's it for this week on the Frankfurt Link. This episode was written and edited by me, Mark Payne, the politics and government reporter for Lincoln KY. It was produced by James Robertson. If you have something you want to hear about, I would love to hear it. You can email me at mpain at linknky.com. Thanks for listening. Now that you're up to date on this week's happenings in Frankfurt, head over to roblingsolutions.com and schedule time to evaluate your organization's lobbying and governmental needs. They're here to help you bridge business and policy as well as bridge Northern Kentucky with Frankfurt.